Hello and welcome back to Spilt, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything under the sun. My name is Parker. And I'm Sierra. Welcome back. How are you doing this lovely Thursday? Well, it's not Thursday today. (laughs) We are recording this not on Thursday, but we're hoping all of you guys are having a wonderful Thursday. My mind is actually in Thursday because Thursday is the thirsty day of the week. The thirstiest day of the week. It's, if, it's the day where everyone needs to post their thirst traps. And let's leave it at that. Amen. Amen. You know what? That actually just brought me back to that. What? Honestly, I'm glad has died off. Man crush Monday. Oh, my God. Women crush Wednesday. Yeah. And it was like people who are in relationships just man crush Monday, their boyfriend every single week. I'm like, we get it. You love your boyfriend and you think he's hot. The rest of us are over it. So quit it. That was like very much like a thing when we were in high school. And like, I would say while you were on your mission, but like my first two oh. years of college, like I feel like it had some girlies in a chokehold yeah. and they refused to miss a Monday and I was just like sweetie pie we all know it's going to be your your boyfriend and it's going to be the same picture you used <laughs> last week we do not care we do not care about man crush Monday yeah so I am honestly thank the lord that that has died off I would have to agree there's some things that die on the internet and that's one thing that it was good it was time to move on it was time it was to, time move, to on. move on. That trend needed to die. And I'm glad that we were it did. Really, I feel like internet culture back then was like so much like every day had a thing. Like yeah. Thirsty Thursdays. Tilt were, Tuesday. If you were a dancer, oh my you gosh. would always oh post your little tilt Oh my picks. gosh. Oh my gosh. Spiritual Sunday. It was Tilt Tuesday. Women Crush Wednesday. Throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday. Flashback Friday. Oh my God. Yeah, we literally, we and did I, have I, it five days and a week. And I remember literally getting out pictures from like my photo albums as like a child and getting prepared for Throwback Thursday. For TBT. Mm-hmm. For the TBT. Wow. I'm having flashbacks. Cringe. Yeah. I'm, I'm cringing myself out with myself. <sighs> okay. Anyways, what's going on? How are you? What's, what's new? Um, nothing much. I just may or may not be moving. To be determined. To be determined. Um, Dropping the bomb. So I've been house hunting with Celsi and I had another shower for my sister and it was super fun. It looks beautiful. And. She's glowing. I had a Galentine's. Oh, you want to actually hear the drama of my weekend? Oh my gosh, Yeah. So we go house hunting and I needed to stop and fill up some, some fill up my gas at the Chevron by my house. So I get some gas and we're driving and my sister Whitney's in the car with me. Um, and she, we're using her phone for navigation since she needed to charge it. And usually my phone is in, that's why, how I know it was in the car, but we're driving and I'm like, where's my phone? Like I cannot find it. Then she is like, I'm like, look up my location. And she's like, oh, it says it's in like Bluffdale, which is like kind of the area we were. So I'm like, okay, it's maybe in my car, maybe in Celsi's car. We pull up to the first house and I'm like, hey, is my phone in your car? And Celsi's like, no. So we um, look at the location. It's in Harriman at the gas station. So we are house hunting 
and I have a Galentine's that night in that same area. So I had driven separately so I could just stay there. So now we go look at these houses. I don't have a phone. I don't know how to get to this house. Luckily, my other sister, Chalet, was there and was like, oh, I know where this house is. She actually ended up letting me use her phone to get there. But Cels went and picked up my phone. It was outside, ran over, shattered. The screen completely shattered. And it was honestly just like it was it was a it was a moment in time where, you know, I was just didn't have a phone. And honestly, it was kind of liberating because I like wasn't like on my sister's phone. You know, like I used it to get to the house and like that was it. Yeah. And so it was kind of nice to be disconnected. But yeah, my phone was just at the gas station getting ran over and (laughs) a guy. Oh, a man called it and he was like um, or a man found it and he's like. When Whitney saw him, he was like, I called your mom. And I was like, how did they call Shani? Because in my name, in my phone, her name is Punty. So I'm like, "Uh, who did they call? He, we pulled the call log. It was some lady that like, it was a girl that, um, from my church. And I had had her saved under like her name. And then like this girl's mom. And he called her. And I was just like, not the random call, but yeah. Interesting. So that was, that was an event for, for me this weekend. Wait, I didn't even look. I remember you mentioning that you got your phone right over. Did you get a new phone already? No. So luckily it was just the case, like my screen protector. Oh, okay. So I took off the glass screen protector. Yeah. And this that is thing a, was this beat is, up. It was beat up. Wow. This is like actually us advocating for uh, For a glass screen protector, yeah. Wow. And it was fine. And so I just need to get a new screen protector. That's kind of iconic that it's okay. I know. I was like, if it's shattered, I'm literally going to shave you, off all my hair. That's why you share your locations with people. If you don't share your location, like, what are you honestly hiding? Like, they already, the government already knows our location anyways. Might as well share it with your friends. Like, who cares? You know who's shady and won't give me their location? Who? My younger brother. Trajan. I'm like, give me your location. He's like, no. I'm like... I... What are you hiding, little boy? I don't have all... <laughs> little girl, that's giving Mary Cosby. It's <laughs> giving Mary Cosby from Real Housewives. Um, interesting. Okay. Wow, love. I love that you found it. I'm looking at your phone right now. Just yeah. cherishing it for you. Um, what did you do this weekend? Um, I had a little game charcuterie wine night at my friend Maddie's house. Her and her husband's I house. I love her home. It is gorgeous. It was stunning. Um, it also was so funny. We played Quiplash. And like... They were like making fun of us, and like, but like in like a very very like funny way. Like what? Like one of them was like, oh my gosh, what was one of the prompts? I took a picture of it because it actually made me laugh so hard. Um, <laughs> you played Quick Flash before, right? Is that what we played at your birthday? And I won that gift card. Um, no, that's um, oh my gosh, that's like the quiz thing. Like we're like me and Tasha's birthday party. Yeah. Oh, that's um. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. What's Quiplash? Okay, then? Quiplash is like the game that you play on the Switch. Oh, okay. And so, like, you like will ask questions, and then you like give a oh, prompt. Oh, okay. Wait. Like, yes, I have. Question. I have. And then you vote which answer you yes. think is the funniest. So this okay. one, a group that no tour bus driver ever wants to have assigned to their bus: the spilt pod, the memoir, the tour. Oh! 
<laughs> and like it was like it was very much like you had to like be there but i was like laughing That's hysterically funny. and it was krista that was doing it so krista was truly bullying me the whole night oh i but love it that was, but like the thing is like they like actually like love listening to spilt so shout out to you guys thanks for uh for making fun of me on saturday night anyways um it was actually so fun okay i love that and then i watched the grammys on sunday and that's about it hung out with my family hung out yeah just just chilled had a good great vibes it was stunning weekend it was very it was very fun yeah well i love that um well for some exciting news guys i mentioned this on my tiktok and the lucky girl syndrome and it has struck us at the spill podcast because today's sponsor you heard that right sponsor for this episode first first sponsor first sponsor is this is history stop (laughs) okay anyways today's sponsor is stay poised hydration why sacrifice taste when you can hydrate infused with minerals sourced directly from the famous great salt lake in utah Our propriety formula of key ingredients is a delightful spectrum blend designed for rapid hydration and improved performance. No salty flavor, no sucralose. Bundle and save 30% when you buy three or more today. You can visit their website at staypoisednaturals.com and use code SPILTPOD10 for 10% off. Again, that is staypoisednaturals.com. And use the code SPILTPOD1010 for 10% off on your first purchase. And honestly, everyone, if you're listening to this, you need to run to this website and use the code because this product, it is, it is so good. Like cells, literally every time I make it up because he works out in the morning. So he has his little dosage in the morning. I work out at night, and so when I come home, I make it up, and every single time I make it, he's like, can I have a sip? Can I have a sip? And I'm like, no, this is for me. (laughs) And the flavor is so good. Mm -hmm. You tried it. What did you think? No, I really liked it. I also was just going to mention how we love supporting small, locally-owned businesses, and it's from right here in Utah. And for those who don't live in Utah, you get a taste of, of this lovely state in your, in your, uh, your homes. But I actually really do like the flavors. It was really, really yummy. And I can't wait to try more. Honestly. Um, they have it going over there. They really do. Yeah. It is. It is truly yummy. It is very yummy. So use our code. We'll also have it in our show notes. If you cannot remember spilt pod 10, um, for 10% off, but we'll have it in the show notes so that you can try it out yes. and then let us know what you think. Absolutely. And it's very exciting. Thank you so much to them for yes, sponsoring thank you us. to thank our you sponsor. So Stay we poised. We really do appreciate it. Um, before we move on to what we're doing today, I do want to kind of slightly recap the Grammys. I didn't watch any of it. I saw this on TikTok, so I know who won like album of the yeah, year and whatnot. No, we're not going to so. get into the, the dirty details. I just want to go over the basics. You know, Beyonce did break history. She is now the most awarded artist of all time at the Grammys. <gasps> I did not know that. But like, because I know last week we talked about how like she's never really done well, like in the big categories. Yeah. And she got slighted again this year, which... I actually saw this tweet, like this picture of like her losing. She's been nominated four times for album of the year. She's lost every single time. 
And it's really an interesting conversation to have, I think, because it's like, in my eyes, I was like, I would have expected Beyonce to have won at least a couple of times. Like for like lemonade and like stuff like that, like lemonade for Beyonce back so in 2013, good. like that was truly an iconic time. And then obviously Renaissance, like incredible, but it's like really interesting to think about this. Like I will say, I think Harry is well deserving of it, but so many of the artists were in the category. So it's a very hard thing. I also want to just say to the TikToks, did you see the TikTok of like, Ben Affleck and JLo like she's yeah. ripping his ass up and but then she sees yeah. that thing which I'm like you know what every married couple you cannot tell me that you have not literally want to beat your husband's freaking ass to a pulp like wow. it's gonna happen <laughs> did they get theirs televised yes. yes but it was so funny to me well even like Beyonce and Jay-Z had a little moment a little tiff yeah, a little yeah tiff. I saw that as well and then I also I didn't see this one but someone put in the comments they're like when they caught like Diplo saying when when she Beyonce won, like she bought that. And I was cackling. Yeah, I said, she bought it, she bought it with her talent. She bought it with the talent, bitch. Whoever was the cameraman they truly well, needs a, a they raise. They need a bonus. Give them the bonus. Because they also like when Harry won like his awards. Three, two, one, Taylor. Looking they at Taylor. Knew. They, they knew, knew what and they were doing. And you know what? I loved, I mean, Taylor sometimes can be a little cringy, but like we love her, but she like was standing up supporting and I I like that I really like that and so is Beyonce too when like when Harry like won album of the year Beyonce was standing Lizzo was standing but you know who's so funny and I like think is honestly kind of hilarious Adele sat the whole time this is her I think I would be sitting too Adele she's so funny well I just thought (laughs) I feel like the the Haler fans were living this weekend because they did have a lot of good like moments they they were hugging they were talking they were chatting it was like closure for the Haler for the Haler stance and we can listen to style and peace exactly we can listen Uh, to the many songs they wrote about each other basically 1989 yeah it was great (laughs) another thing i want to talk about because it had me shaking in my boots what was the cheer drama when ladarius said him and gabby were sleeping together my jaw on the floor no i that actually i'm still like recovering i don't think i fully processed that because like i thought ladarius was gay i think everyone thought ladarius was gay and well, he, he has a be. boyfriend. He so he's he bisexual, bi? or well, I don't know how he identifies with his sexuality, but I think he fit the, in the box, that's for sure. The the cheer documentary was like making him like appear one way when he was having sexual relations with, with Miss Gabby Butler and with the main girly. One thing I'm gonna say is. In the early 2000s, when drama was going down, you could lie. You could say whatever you wanted, and no one could prove you wrong. In this day and age of 2023, with everything online, everything's being recorded, sweetie, you cannot lie. Like, you got to just be honest and stop. I'm like, if you're not going to tell the truth, maybe just don't say anything at all. But... I just am like the the blatant lying when you don't have the rec- when people have receipts, it's not a good look. I agree. So and then her being like literally roasting his ass and then being like, but you know who's on my side? Jesus. I said, 
Whoa, that came out of left field. Wait, it was see, so wild. I didn't see her response. Oh, she went on like an Instagram live and she's like, I hope you're watching because you are darkness and I am light and blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, I know whose team I'm on. Jesus. And everyone All was like, girls Whoa, always go to Jesus when they need. What the, what the heck? Like, it was so funny. And I'm just like, sweet thing. With the receipts, when people have the receipts, wait, you cannot just lie straight up. Wait, so why did this get brought up in the first place? It was because of like Monica's treatment of him. I, I don't know, know Monica's little shady, 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 and so's Gabby, Gabby, Gabby. This is what I had heard. I heard that there was. Well, this is what I saw. Not that I heard. I saw a thing that was like she was getting. Um, called racist for doing like blackface. She did blackface, absolutely. And then her like response was that it was part of like Navarro cheer initiation. Oh, the like, hazing. Yes, the yes, hazing. yes. So it was like uh-huh. they either had to like paint their faces black or wear like black masks or something. And mm, then Ladarius was like, good. no, girly pop, like you are this oh, way. I don't know. But he basically was like the only reason we blah I don't know basically that he had had her back was because they were sleeping together and then that's honestly all that I was really seeing it makes me sad because when cheer season one came out it was like such like a cultural shift it was so popular I was obsessed with it it was very positive it was really a positive experience overall like this show like show it was and this is like truly just like shows like Whatever you're watching on television, it's not true. Most likely, it's not true. It's not like an accurate representation of what's going on, especially if it's like reality TV. But it's it makes me really sad because like I feel like that show like actually had like really good like things about it that helped like look at like gay men and cheer, look at like how hard cheer is, like how hard of a sport it is, and like seeing all the negative like the negativity that's come from it, like. You have Jerry, who literally is in prison for being a predator. Like, now you have Ladarius always causing scenes on the social medias. And it makes me sad. But this is the thing. I do think, as he should, I feel like he really did take the high road and was silenced. He was silenced. He was not silent. He was silenced. And so I think, like, he, him, like, coming back and being like, okay, I have the receipts. I'm not going to let you continue to slander my name, as he should. Like, and continue, like, my thought on that is, like, seeing how Monica, like, enables, like, so much. I mean, this is obviously, like, an out. We are both have outsiders' point of views on this. But it's, like, seeing, like, how Monica, like, has enabled bad, like, activities, bad hazing practices, bad whatever into her program. It's really sad because, like, it looks so positive, like, through TV. But in reality, it probably was like a negative experience if those kind of things were happening behind closed doors. Well, I also just think that like in any sport, they're going to show the positive, but it it is very hard. And there are going to be things like not everyone's going to get along. There are going to be clicks. There are going to be people who don't make the routine. And it's like also she probably knows that there's hazing, but that's like initiation. Every single team does that. Like even in high school, like. It might not be to, she might not know the extent and like maybe that should be her, she should have known maybe when it was getting a little out yeah. of hand. But like when we did initiation, it wasn't like anything crazy, you guys but it wasn't blackface. like, you guys are just the going coaches to get the girls. also didn't know. But you guys were just going to get the girls like what, like five o'clock in the morning and going to breakfast or something? No. What would you guys do? I know that's what the softball girls did. Like they would like go get the girls like they early. They did, I can't, honestly, my memory 
is terrible ever since I've had a child. But like, I remember, you know, the saying for the that happened before you had a kid gone, gone. But like the year before, I remember for drill team, they like had to dance on the side of the road. They were blindfolded. They had like all these things that they had to do. Like, I can't remember what we had to do, but it's just like, I don't think that our coaches were like, yeah. oh, we knew exactly what was going on. They probably yeah. knew there was some sort of thing. And if it ever got too crazy, I'm sure they would have heard about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So that's my one thing about that. I never been through hazing before, unless you want to call that MTC hazing. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never experienced Ugh. that. Um, <laughs> but this week, we are going to be doing another round of Am I the Asshole? So here again is your warning that we will be saying the word asshole. So if you do not want to tune in, this is your chance to turn it off. And here I am again saying, don't be offended by the word asshole. It's just a body part. Um, Also, for anyone who doesn't know what this is, this is like a Reddit thread. We did this a couple months back. I think it was on episode four. We did this. I can't remember. And we're doing part two because honestly, it was really fun for us. And I feel like you guys enjoyed it as well. So if you hate it, sorry. But I like If you it. hate it, let us know. But <laughs> oh, I feel real, like a lot know. of people, we got a lot of good feedback. So we yeah. thought it'd be fun to do it again. So without further ado. Do you want me to start? Yeah, you can go ahead and start. Okay. Am I the asshole for getting my daughter a hotel room entirely for herself after her stepsisters made her sleep on the floor. My dad passed away two weeks ago. Me, my wife, Candace, and my daughter, 16, Shiloh, and her stepsisters, 19 and 17, flew to my hometown to attend the funeral. After that, we got two hotel rooms, one for me and Candace, one for the girls. While I was in the room, I got a call from Shiloh at 11 p.m. crying and sounded like she was arguing with her stepsisters. I asked what the matter was, I don't feel like that made sense, but I'm going to keep going. It's not proper and English, she but it's fine. told me that her stepsisters insisted that she sleep on the floor. There was one large bed in the room and there was enough space for all three girls to sleep on it. I asked why she said she didn't know. I went to see what the issue was and talked with my stepdaughters about it. They kept talking, but didn't really explain why they told her to sleep on the floor. They just shrugged and said, it's better this way. We were more comfortable this way. I told Shiloh to grab her things. And when one of my stepdaughters asked where we were going, I told her I was booking her a hotel room. Both looked upset, but didn't say anything. But they they must have called their mom because she was awake when I got back and started arguing with me about giving Shiloh an entire hotel room for herself. I explained why I did it, but she said I wasted money and that Shiloh could have sucked it up for one night on the floor. I called her unreasonable for saying that, but she told me I showed the girls that I am playing favorites and made my stepdaughter share a room while I gave my daughter an entire room for herself. We went home for oh, we went home and Candace is still bringing it up saying I mishandled this. She even pointed out how my stepdaughters are upset since they're not speaking to me. What does ETA mean? Like Ed. edit the I don't know. But it says ETA it was Candace who got a room for the three girls as to not stir any drama and save money. She was in charge of a hotel reservation since I was emotionally distressed. Also, Candace did not expect Shiloh to sleep on the floor. She wanted all three girls to share the bed. ETA number two. 
For those that are calling me an asshole for giving my daughter her name. Oh, her mom did that and she's deceased. So please, let's not focus on that. <gasps> Rude. Wow. And also, I've known my since stepdaughter since they were little. We're pretty much family and Candace is a stay at home mom, but I give her full access to my money since this stuff was already discussed beforehand. Pretty much everything was. I'm going to start off by saying you are not the asshole. Your stepdaughters are. And because they're like just slightly older, if they're 16, 17 and 19 and the, her, his daughter's 16 and they're like, well, you can sleep on the floor. And they're like ganging up on her, like being like the two sisters being like you sleep on the floor. And then for them to get mad after the fact, like, oh, she got a room. He's playing favorites. It's like, no, you guys were being bullies. And she got her own room. If he would have booked her own room in the first place, mm-hmm. then, then I could see the whole thing of like playing favorites. But then also the stepmom being like, she could have sucked it up for one night. It's like, bitch, you sleep on the floor then for a night in a hotel room. No. You know what it's giving? Cinderella. Literally, you stole the words out of my mouth. Drizella and Anastasia were torturing poor Cinderella. Poor little Ella by the cinders. Oh, hell. <laughs> but, yeah, I think you agree with not me that oh this hell. man is not the asshole. No. And, no, those bitches are. Yeah, it's, they're giving me... Drizella Anastasia vibes for sure. Those red, yeah. Those redheaded stepsisters. It's on site for them and at you know, this point. The stereotype is real. It's always the ugly redheads. This Parker, shut up. For those of you who maybe don't know, Parker is a redhead and he's being like this. We're not just coming for the redheads for no reason. Justice for the redheads. You're the one that's slandering them and their <laughs> name. So you're done. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. I have my first one here. Am I the asshole for leaving my babies inside by themselves? This is for all the moms out there who listen to this. We have quite a few. I, 20, am a mother of triplets who are only two months old. I never expected in my life that I'd be a mother to triplets. So when I first became pregnant, it was definitely the last thing in my mind. Okay. I'm home with my babies all day long and had to even transfer my education to online. Sometimes I need just some fresh air, especially when I can't get them to stop crying. And I find myself getting super frustrated to the point of tears. It's honestly so hard, and the dad isn't here to help as he's either at work or at school. My fiance, 24, um, my fiance's parents rented us a main floor apartment so I can step outside. I'm what? Sorry, I can't read. It's partially me not being able to read and this girl not being able to type, so we're in for a (laughs) wild ride. Get ready. It's a deathly it's a deathly duo. The battle of the illiterates. Oh my hell. My fiance's parents rented us a main floor apartment, so when I step outside, I'm literally just sitting on the chair right beside the door. Plus, I have a baby monitor uh, set up. Oh man, her her typing. No, literally. Like mm, in their room. What? Set up in their room and it has a camera on it and I can literally see them, hear them, and hear them. So if anything happened, I'd be able to run this with them quickly. First of all, this girl is a run-on sentence. That was all one sentence. (laughs) Yikes. 
<laughs> I should have I should have pre-read. I, I did kind of. I just, yeah, okay. Being able to step outside for a few minutes to take a breather is really important to me because I start to have many panic attacks when I can't get them to stop crying. And I really, and I get really frustrated because I just feel super overwhelmed. Being able to go outside just gives me a chance to calm down. My fiance came home to me sitting outside while my babies were crying and freaked out on me calling me a horrible mother and a bunch of other names that I'm not going to list here. He thinks that I was being super neglectful and putting the babies in harm's way and he even told his parents and now everyone seems to be really against me. Oh I, my gosh. I grew up in the system. My fiance's family is in, is the only family I have ever known. So it breaks my heart that they are so upset with me. But I really don't think that it, it was anything wrong. I was doing anything wrong or putting my babies in harm's way, but they seem to think otherwise. So here I am wondering if I should apologize for my, for my actions or if I'm the asshole in the situation. That was a lot. I have some thoughts, but I don't want to just overtake I, this. So I want you to go. I feel bad that she feels overwhelmed as a mother. I can only imagine having triplets being at home alone dealing with them like that would be a lot to handle um but i personally would feel really really guilty and sad like leaving my babies inside crying i don't want to call her an asshole i just want to call her ill-equipped no okay i need to stop you right there this woman is not an asshole. She is a mother. And if you have not stayed home with a child that's screaming for at least one day, you need to sit down and shut up. Okay? I will say I, this. And as a TikTok sound, I'm sad. I'm sad. <laughs> this is my thing. Being a full-time mom is so hard. And there are times where, like, you can do everything in your power, but sometimes your babies cry. And, like, in the hospital, my nurse told me, she's like, if your baby's crying and, like, you fed them, you've changed them, they're not tired, you've tried putting them down and they won't stop crying, she's like, put them down and step away. Because yeah. if you keep yourself in that situation, that's when you're going to shake your baby. Yeah. You're going to get a little crazy. That's when it gets You're going to do something that it's like you're just going to snap. So I feel like her taking that time to be outside and if they're crying or something, it's also like your babies don't need you immediately. If Especially if they're like, maybe they're just waking up sometimes, like Coast will like whimper, but then like two minutes later, he's back asleep. So if I would have gone in and picked him up, it would have woken him up and then he would have been up. Yeah. So I get like letting them cry for a little bit. If she was like letting them cry for like a half an hour while she's sitting out there, that's another story. But what it sounds like is like she has the monitor. She has the thing. So like she could see if something was wrong. And if it's like just for like a couple minutes or crying, she needs a break or else she's going to lose it because I have days where I feel like I'm going to lose it and I have one baby. No. Can you imagine having triplets? No, that's why I'm saying this yeah. woman. And she's 20. And she's also still going to school. Yeah. Like this girly, please, if you, if you know who this is, no. I would love to send her a message. I would love to do something for her because that is a lot. And then to also like not have a big like family support That's system. And then say. to have your husband tell his family 
that just is like messed up to me. Like, because now everyone's going to be questioning her as a mother. And then she's already, already questioning, probably questioning herself because this happened as like, and especially as a first time mom of three babies. And then to have people like not even trust you with your babies. It's just like, Oh, no, her I husband's was, an asshole for saying those things to her and also telling her family. That's my opinion. Okay. Um, I was just going to say, um, thank you for your words. Sorry, I got heated. Yeah, she really said, Parker, shut the f- up <laughs> and sit down. Because like, I couldn't finish what I thought. <laughs> I couldn't finish what I was going to say. And then she just said... <laughs> Anyways, I I agree. Because like I like just like I can't even imagine having triplets and... That like I just like imagining her just like being at their apartment alone with three babies like I I just feel bad that she has like no support. Yeah, and the thing is, is like she has if, no support. If he was uncomfortable with it, I think it could have been a discussion like, "Hey, like, can you tell me what's going on?" Especially because he's gone out of the house, he's at work, he's at school, which he is still doing work, but like he needs to come home and realize that even though she was home all day, it is a full-time job being a mommy. And to just be like, how can I, I feel like he should have been like, how can I support you? Or like, I wasn't comfortable with that. Can you explain that to me? Because when you're someone who's with your baby more than your partner, it's like you maybe have some reasoning that they don't know because they're not there all the time. And I, I didn't mean to be so aggressive towards you, but I just, That got me heated for a second. And I, I apologize. Should we end the episode there? <laughs> I really feel like we should just end it and say, <laughs> thanks for coming, you guys. <laughs> Parker's just like, I'm driving home. I gotta go. No, like, I'm gonna get my, my balls ripped off. <laughs> like, she's gonna freaking no, I'm me. so sorry. I That was aggressive, but I was no, just I heated also, and I had a lot to say. What you, what you said, you told no lies. You left no crumbs what you said and that's but the thing is like you don't have a kid so it wasn't like you were saying it to be like rude it's just like no you just don't know. I, I was just like i no i we're on the same page here yeah okay but page. i was aggressive I'm so i do team, apologize i'm team moms sierra i'm team moms <laughs> you you're you're for the moms well, Parker's moms. for the moms the spilt podcast is for the moms Actually, we're making a stance here. <laughs> we support moms. And if you, what we need to know your name. If you ever listen to this, let us know. I, uh, if anyone know. knows who this is, I honestly want to just go write watch her, her babies for an hour. No, or something. Like give her a break. Go watch her babies like for an hour. I'm like, hey, go, go take a nap. Do something. Send her some food. No, literally. Okay. Sorry. Back, back to our regular scheduled programming. Um, Am I the asshole for refusing to forgive my dad for breaking our deal? When I, 17 male, was eight. Okay. This man is a 17-year-old male. Sorry. that I feel like I did not. Another illiterate. Yeah. And I could say that as illiterate. When, when I was eight, my parents <laughs> bought me a piano and signed me up for lessons. I was super excited because I loved music. Over time, I kind of became known as the piano guy at school. I play at school concerts, accompany the school jazz choir, and play once a week for the residents at a couple of retirement homes in our town. Cute. When I was 15, I started to talk about quitting lessons, and my parents quickly tried to guilt me out of it. I told them I wanted to try other things, and that between piano and studying, I didn't have much time left 
for other extracurriculars. My dad proposed a deal. If I kept playing and, t and taking lessons until I reached level 10 RCM, or Royal Conservatory of Music, and continued to keep my grades up at school, he would buy me a new car of my choice. I jumped on it and we shook hands. When we shook hands on the deal, I should explain that my family is well off financially. I have a very privileged life, but I wouldn't say I've been spoiled. If I ever want a luxury item like a new phone or game console, I have to buy it myself with money I've saved from summer and after school jobs. I should also explain that my dad is big on loopholes. When we complete, when we compete, he always finds a way to win. And when I do, it doesn't count because of some loophole. Oh, not the sore loser. It drives me nuts, but he thinks it's hilarious. Whenever I complain about Annoying. him not being fair, his answer is always the same. Life isn't fair. So because of Ew. our deal, I kept up with my lessons. I spent about one to two hours a day on piano while keeping my grades up. Last summer, I took my level nine RCM exams and passed, fulfilling my part of the deal. I told my dad I'd chosen a BMW X5 plug-in hybrid SUV. Oh, my gosh. Slay. They are wealthy. Yeah. A couple of months ago, on my birthday, I came downstairs for breakfast, and my dad told me there was a surprise waiting for me in the garage. I ran out, and sitting in the middle of the floor was a 124-scale toy of a BMW X5. Okay, your dad's a little bitch. That is messed up. My dad burst out dad. laughing and said, a deal's a deal. So as promised, here's your brand new BMW. Ew. My heart absolutely broke. I asked if he was being serious and he said he couldn't seriously have expected him to buy a 17-year-old a real brand new BMW and that we could discuss me getting a reasonably priced used car. I said we had a deal and I fulfilled my end of it. He said he did too since I never said the car had to be a full size and drivable. Ew, I hate this, this dad. I said I hate he wasn't him. being fair. His response, life isn't fair. Ever since this happened, I've been distant with my dad. I honestly feel like he betrayed my trust and that he deliberately made a fool out of me. He keeps bringing up the idea of a used car, but I told him not interested, which I admit is kind of petty. I have enough money saved that I can buy a cheap used cars myself, and I feel like if I accept one from him now, it's saying that breaking his promise didn't matter and he didn't do anything wrong. Am I the asshole? Absolutely not. Your dad is a little baby who needs to literally STFU and... Honestly, if I was his mother and my husband did that, ick, immediately. Like, not only not going back on the deal, but to buy him a little toy car size and or a little toy car and be like, here's your car. That's just like kind of so insulting. disgusting. And just, just like, it's giving Michael Scott vibes when he like promised <laughs> those kids, like if they graduated, he'd buy them all new laptops. Yes. Tots. Scott's tots. But like way worse. And honestly... Ew, your dad is just everything that's wrong with men. And he, uh, I literally agree. I can, I'm literally still flabbergasted that he gave them a little toy instead. I'm like, okay, as if I was like the father in the situation, I'm like, hey, like, I can't afford a BMW, but we can like do a deal and, like, and I'll get you a different car. But yeah, they can. He should but have I, set some stipulations of like, what's the car and like, or maybe here's a budget or, you know, but to be like, to be like, there's something waiting for you in the garage. Like he was trying yeah. to be a little bitch about it. No, and that's what's weird. like so annoying. See, I wouldn't feel as, I wouldn't feel strongly towards the, like negatively towards the dad. If the son hadn't told us about, told us about the loopholes, the always like, the, like never ways. letting like, the never, his son win. That's, that's like, that's weird. If I didn't know that information, I would maybe like 
been the devil's advocate towards the father, but I don't, I don't want to play with that. Yeah. Cause it's uh, like, I, I could see like the lesson he's trying to teach his kids. Like, I'm not going to give you everything you want. Like we are pri- like privileged, but you also have to like work for it. Like I understand that lesson, but like, if you're going to like promise your kids something, follow through. Well, and he should have set some stipulations. Like if I, I can't have my 17 year old driving a brand new BMW, it should have been like, here are the, some cars, like, this is the max price that I'm yeah. willing to spend. And then you can get whatever car. And so if it's like, okay, I still want a BMW, but it's going to be used. Okay, here you go. I literally was going to say, just get a used BMW then. But the fact that he was just like, oh, <coughs> after he was being like petty about it. Yeah, I don't like that. So Annoying. the dad is absolutely in the wrong in this The scenario. daddy is the assy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, next one. Am I the asshole for moving out? My parents asked me to pay rent. This one seemed juicy. I am 23 and the oldest of five siblings and am a full-time student. I also have a part-time job in my field, but when I complete, but when I complete my degree, my employer will take me on full-time. Again, we have another illiterate. It's not me, I promise. Look at the writing. Um, I think that I make enough for my part-time pay First, to pay for school and put money aside. My siblings range from 20 to 10. Okay, cool. Both of our parents I'm work full-time. I'm sorry, full did time. he say he's 25? He's 23. Uh, 23, okay. Both of our parents work full-time. I've taken on a lot of responsibilities for keeping everything running in the house. I do the grocery shopping, the laundry, as well as making uh, dinner and doing meal prep so everyone has lunches ready to take every day. Wow. He's basically zaddy. Um, I also get all my siblings to do their part with regards to household chores. For example, my youngest brother is responsible for feeding and walking the dogs. So I make sure that there is dog food in the storage and poop bags on on the leash. He's British. My dad works very long hours. My mom works nine to five at a hard job. Over Christmas, I had a chance to buy a PS5 for myself, so I did. The rest of the family is still using a shared PS4. I keep mine in my room and I do not share. My parents started fielding complaints from my oldest brother, um, oldest youngest brother, about how I made so much money and I don't share all the things I buy for myself. Totally true. So they had a talk with me where they brought this up. I pointed out how I pointed out how much of the household work I did, and they said it wasn't fair that I was earning so much money without contributing. They told me how much they expected from me. I went to my room and did the math. If I gave them what they wanted, I would have about $800 a month left over. If I dropped a couple of classes next semester, I could go to almost full-time hours with my employer, and it would only be one more year until I graduated with my second degree. Wow, he's slaying. Oh, wow. But I could afford my own place, and I would have, um, I would have way more free time and disposable income. I packed up and moved out. Everything I owned fit in my car. I stayed at Airbnb for two weeks until I could get everything sorted within an apartment, school, and work. It was great. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I may have a. I have gone a little overboard on Tinder. I couldn't have women Whoa. over. Okay. Oh my gosh. What? Now <laughs> <laughs> just bringing in women. Like now I've been going through the bitches left and right. We, really have, a, we have a player over here. <laughs> <laughs> so just so you guys that, know i can pull the girls i just that, had to throw that into that, my submission no, that caught me off guard <laughs> I, I literally read over this and i did not see that part. <laughs> okay oh get back gosh. to the tinder i'm curious now i couldn't have women over to my parents house i just moved into my own apartment i'm it literally is like two sentences about tinder 
Like, you literally had to just, like, drop that in there. I'm pulling girls. <laughs> I had these girlies coming over. A new hoe every night. A pussy slayer. Oh. Anyways, um, I just moved into my own apartment. I'm um, staying part-time until I finish the semester. I work full-time over the summer and will go lighter um, class load, higher work uh, hours in the fall. My oldest brother has been tasked um, by my parents to do everything I used to do. His chores have been split up with the other three. They all are pissed at me for moving out. My parents are upset that I left them in the, in the lurch. Uh, sweeties. Your parents. My siblings are mad at me. They all have more chores. My my oldest, youngest brother is especially salty because he has no free time to see his girlfriend, and she hasn't been. She isn't allowed in the house. My parents aren't home. I'm enjoying my free time. I bought myself a plant from IKEA. I feel bad for screwing them all over, but it didn't make sense for me to do that all that work and pay rent on top. I agree. No, yeah, this man is not in the wrong no, at all. Literally, this man is. Celebrating his freedom. He's celebrating he's, his freedom. he's on Tinder. He's on, he's on Tinder. <laughs> no, I literally <laughs> not him pulling girlies. Just be like, I have got a little overboard on Tinder. Like just out of the blue. No, I like, literally okay. I, I just be what? Like I didn't expect to read that part of that story. But um wow. Wow. No, his parents okay. Uh yeah. It's hard. I get, like, having to contribute, like, after you've, like, graduated high school or whatever, and, like, but to have, like, not have that, like, kind of talk, and he maybe, I don't know if those were his, their, whoa, 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 I don't know if those were their expectations of him to, like, hey, I want you to, you need to divvy out the chores and do all that yeah. and make sure everything's, like, doing like, the do grocery it shopping. It sounded like he took it upon himself. And then also, I don't know why, but the brother being salty about him buying his own PS5 and then being like, he's not sharing. Shut up. Get over it. Literally. Like, literally go, go get a job and buy your own PS5. Yeah. Like, or no, maybe literally. be like, hey, is there something I could do so I can like maybe try out a game? Like, is there, maybe I could do one of your chores, but to just be like, wah, 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 crying about it and then yeah. taking it. But also the parents being like, I'm mad at you. You left us in a lurch. Like, I'm sorry. You were being ungrateful. About all no, the things that your son was doing. Literally. You said, pay us money. He said, I'm going to go pay and live somewhere else. And then like, oh, now we actually have to do stuff. Like, I'm so sorry, yeah. but that sounds like a personal problem. And this man, I hope you're living the best life, getting all the girlies all on the Tinder. Girls, buying all I love the that plants, for you. Buying all the plants at Ikea. They do have great plants there. Um, that one hanging up right there is from Ikea. It's very cute. I was also, is that one from Ikea as well? That looks cute too. No, that one's from Target. It's very cute. Um, no, he's just out here pulling bitches and and living his best twenty three year old life as he should. As he should. He smells like he, he sounds like he has his shit together too. Getting his second degree. Shout out. I honestly shout out to Rumi and Sir Love Blue. I don't know what any of those words mean, but like okay. But what I was gonna say. It's a Beyonce thing. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Now I get it. I get the names I now. But at first I mind. was like, no, what? No. Why did that actually come to my mind? I don't know my brain. I don't know my brain. But the I thing is, her. is the fact that he's like wasn't allowed to have girls over. That's weird. I agree. And like his brother's girlfriend can't come over. Weird. I agree. So honestly, he's live a laugh loving, and I support that for him. This one. Am I the asshole for forcing my son to use a bidet and threatening to talk <laughs> to his friends or take him to the doctor about his underwear? <laughs> okay. 
For some reason, my 14-year-old son cannot wipe properly. This was never a concern to me as his mom did the laundry. Unfortunately, she is sick right now, so I've taken over household chores that she used to handle. My son is still responsible for his, and I do mine as well as hers. First day I did laundry, I gagged. Oh, my gosh. And almost The skid marks. From his underwear. If he were three and not fully body trained. <laughs> Sarah, are you getting glimpses into what you're going to have to deal with as a mother? No, Coach is going to know how to wipe. He's going to um, wipe his ass. I might understand how they end up like this, but he is a healthy young man. He should not be leaving <laughs> his ass this unwiped. <laughs> <laughs> wait, how bad is this? Oh, Ew, I wait. literally have tears in my eyes. I cannot I know. see. <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> I talked to him about it and he said he would make an effort to do a better job. Nope. No change in the situation. So I went to the hardware store and installed a wand bidet in the bathroom he uses. Love. We already have one in ours. I told him that he has a choice of either using the bidet or washing his own underwear. He doesn't know how to use the washing machine and he refuses to do them by hand. That must be bad. If yeah. like a little skid isn't going to be that, but like, it sounds like this man does not know how to wipe his ass. Okay. No, I like literally am like repulsed. He started going commando, which just meant the problem was in no. his jeans now. So I said that we might need to take him to the doctor to see what is wrong with him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he actually has something wrong with him. If it's he physical actually... or psychological. Oh. I also said that the next time his friends were... Sierra. Okay. I'm getting myself together. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. I can't. (laughs) Do you want me to read it? No, I can do it. You're literally sobbing. You're literally crying. (laughs) Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Whew. Okay, I also said the next time his friends were over, (laughs) I was going to ask them if they left their underwear in the same condition. (laughs) Wait, how old is this boy again? 14. Oh, no. I would never actually embarrass him like that. He said I was being an asshole and he called his mom to tell her what I was doing. She said that he was just like that and I could deal with it until she was better. What? Oh, like she said, like, oh, your dad's just like that. You could deal with it until she gets better. I don't think this is a great plan. If this kid never learns to wipe his ass, (laughs) he will be bereft. What does that word mean? Is that is that what it said? Bereft. He will be bereft of a sexual partner without a poop fetish. (laughs) Oh my god! I am not kink shaming him if that's his thing. Oh. He has started to using the bidet, but he says that it's gross and weird and it was grosser and I said it's grosser and weirder for a 14 year old to grab his pants every day. (laughs) We are both stressed about his mom, but this situation isn't because of her. I asked her. I am crying, as you can tell. This man's not an asshole. I honestly am dying that he's. 
He's just like, you better learn how to wipe your butt. Or I'm gonna tell your friends. <laughs> gonna tell your friends. <laughs> but honestly, he's just trying to think of ways to like help the kid out. Which, and I think he's like, uh, maybe he needs to go to the doctor if it's like psychological or yes, physical, which yes, absolutely. I get, but like him just being like, this man is literally pooping his pants every day. <laughs> no, does he, have, like, does he have like IBS or is it just because he does, like, doesn't wipe? It's because he doesn't wipe. Oh my god! Because that's why he said use the bidet and he's like, I don't like it. It's weird. Im- but a bidet, oh, honestly, that, like, is me, so like- nice. Wow. I can imagine. I love how you were like crying laughing and I was over here like, shit, there's shit everywhere. Shit falling from the skies. Well, the thing is like, I think like when I change coast diapers, I'm literally about to pass out and like, he's just a baby and those are like little poops and he's eating mainly like breast milk formula and like some foods. This man is 14 year olds. That's taken some big shits Yeah. and like to not be like wiping, just have like crusty AF underwear. Like, what was his mom doing? Because it, my son's underwear is not going to look like that. No, no So, word. like, the fact that she was just like, it's okay. That makes me think that maybe something was up. But, like, gosh, that was that, that was, was a kicker. That got me good. That was, uh, that was an adventure. That one was. I. The shitting. It just could not. I think wow. this dad is honestly funny. And I love that he's like, I'm not kink shaming. Which we, we support a yeah. kink. A kink, non-kink shamer. Non-kink. I was going to say a kink lover, but that's was uh, not what I was going for. Yeah. But like someone who, you know, respects others. He's not yucking on someone else's yum. So true. And we, we want to make sure that he feels comfortable, even though that's actually, it's, it's a whole conversation. Okay. My next one is, am I the asshole for showing up to my husband's doctor appointment? My husband has been dealing with um, some health issues the past few weeks and has been frequently visiting the doctor. I asked if I could go with him, but he refused saying it would be, wouldn't be necessary. And when I asked why he wouldn't want me with him, he said he felt more comfortable having privacy with his doctor. I jokingly asked if his doctor was a woman and he glanced at me. <gasps> I anticipated this next doctor's, his next doctor's appointment and decided to go meet him there. He went and 10 minutes later, I entered the office. <laughs> <laughs> bad bitch energy i identified myself as his wife and he was shocked when he saw me i greeted his doctor a man lol and we talked about my husband how my husband we whoa, whoa, whoa. we talked when my husband refused to even look my way and refused to speak as well we left the office together and he went off on me in the car saying i shouldn't have followed um and come into the doctor's office after he asked me for some privacy I said it was all right. I'm his wife. I already know uh, what his issues are and just wanted to show support. He said I overstepped this one boundary and refused to respect um, his wish and made him more stressed than he already is in these hard times he's going through. I thought he overreacted, but am I the asshole? Yes, ma'am. You are the asshole. Absolutely. Oh, man. (laughs) It's asshole o'clock. I think that if, like, he'd never said specifically and, like, then got mad after, that'd be one thing. But the fact that he literally told her, hey, I want some privacy, and she still went, that's that's messed up. Yeah, I mean, like, because, like, yeah, you might think you're entitled to, like, your spouse's space and energy and, and doctor's appointments and whatever. 
But in reality, like you're two separate individuals in a partnership and you have to like make compromises and have to like communicate with that with each other. If your husband doesn't want you to go to the doctor's appointment, say, okay, let me know how it goes and I'll be waiting for you in the car. Well, and if she really wants to know that information, she could just be like, are you okay if I call your doctor and talk after, you know, or like call and get the information after. Like I get if she wants to like be a part of that. Then maybe see if he's okay if they just like talk after. But the fact that he was like, I do not want you there. And then she showed up unannounced and just like, I just felt like that was messed up. Yeah. And it's also, I bet, imagine how awkward it would be if like your spouse to walk in 10 minutes after the appointment is like in session and the doctor's like, um, hi. Like, yeah, hello. Yeah, that's weird. That would be really weird. So not a good move, sweetie. Don't do it again. Or else you might not have a husband anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This was honestly made me laugh so hard. And we both had like a couple more that we didn't get to because we didn't want to go two hour long episodes. This would have been well over an hour if we kept on going. Um, But let us know if you want us to keep going with these maybe every once in a while because I. They're so fun. Could not stop laughing. I was unhinged. Um. Just to end, there are there's still two weeks left of our Taylor Swift giveaway. Oh my gosh, two more weeks. For you guys to enter, to come with us. Um, we love all the support and we're thankful for all the ratings and reviews. Thank you, everyone. Um, and we're excited to see yeah. who wins and who gets to come with us. It's going to be a freaking yeah. party. And if you're a new listener, thank you so much for, I mean, you're probably making it to the end, so thank you. Um and we are just really grateful for all the support and love that we have. So shout out to uh, you guys. Yeah. We hope you guys have a lovely week and we, we just, just spilled, spilled the, the tea. tea. Bye. Adios. <laughs>